Welcome to the Heavy Boots Podcast, a place to feel all your feelings. Those who are tenderhearted can feel all the facets of life so deeply and even hold on to pieces of pain that are not always theirs to carry. That's why our boots get so heavy sometimes, and that can make it a struggle to move through the world. But on this podcast, we try to empty out some of that heaviness. Today, we are going to unpack honor. Let's get into it. Hello, fellow heavy booters. I just wanted to take a second and say thank you to everyone who comes here and listens and gives me feedback and support. I really appreciate each and every one of you, and I just wanted to make sure you knew that. I also wanted to tell you that it's windy as all blazes outside. It is shaking my trailer. And if you hear any funny noises during the podcast, it's probably the wind. And it's an honor to have you here, wind and all. And that brings us to our topic, honor. Honor is a five-letter word, a tiny little dude, and yet it packs a punch. Honor is so many things, and when I hear the word honor, I instantly puff out my chest and I stand up straighter. It's just something that is filled with so much respect and esteem, and there's so many facets to it. So the first thing that I thought of when honor came up was, it's an honor to meet you. And... That always strikes me because it's such a kind thing to say. And it also means that your reputation has preceded you. So when someone wants to meet you that doesn't know you, and they say it's an honor to meet you, it's just really kind. It means that the meeting is going well, (laughs) that your first impression is good, but also that, you know, um, someone had spoken highly of you or at least in a good light, because somebody wanted to meet you. And that's nice. You know, it's a kind thing to say. It's also um, an honor to know you. That is a sweet thing to say to someone, especially if they know all your your bits, you know, your magical bits, your dark bits. <laughs> if they know you inside and out, and they say it's an honor to know you, that's so beautiful. Um, because honor is just such a, a, a big word. It means that I respect and a, I have esteem for you. And it's just so pretty. I, I just think honor is so sweet when used in those ways. Then we have honoring your word or honoring an agreement. When you honor your word, you're sticking to what you said. You're committing to something and then following through. And that creates integrity. And that creates trust. When you do what you say you're going to do, then people can count on you. And I've had a bad history with that. I would say yes to everything when I was younger. And I couldn't always follow through. I couldn't always be places that I said I would be. Sometimes I didn't want to go places. And I just wanted to say yes to make the person happy. And then my anxiety or depression would come and grab hold of me and keep me from going. And it just made it look like I was a flake. And I completely own that and take full responsibility for that. Because what I've learned as I've grown up is that you don't have to commit to anything you don't want to commit to. And the things that you choose more wisely, you can show up to. And as you continue to do what you say you're going to do, you create trust and integrity and it's a much better feeling for you because I, you know, as a young person, I felt so much shame Um, and I'm not perfect at it now. You know, there's stuff that I still want to do now that I sometimes am not able to do and I'm just very mindful of what I say yes to. Now, so there's a less, there's less error (laughs) now. There's, um, you know, I, I think fully and more deeply about the things that I commit to so that 
I can have integrity and feel good about myself because it doesn't feel good for me when I say I'm going to do something and then I don't do it, you know. And there's a difference between not doing it and, and I couldn't do it. So that's another thing is when you make an agreement with people too and you can't follow through because of some unforeseen thing like you got food poisoning and you're in the hospital that's one thing that is not going to harm your integrity because you meant to be there and these circumstances happened that you couldn't and so just being mindful too when you're speaking with people about your reasons for not being somewhere is to be as honest with them as possible so that you can you know, retain that integrity. There are so many times that I've been involved with certain things in life and the person's like, I don't need to tell them my business. I just couldn't be there and they have to deal with it. Well, that's all very fine and good, but then they're not going to count on you next time because they're not going to know that it was a real reason. You know, in this day and age, you really have to be vulnerable and more open with people to retain trust and integrity. And I think that, of course, if it's very private and personal, you don't have to give away the farm. <laughs> you don't have to give away all the all the details or get too, you know, in the weeds about anything. But if you want to maintain integrity and trust, you have to be, you know, forthcoming about real reasons that you couldn't be somewhere. So... Yeah. And then just, you know, commit to what you can and really think about it. Because sometimes we say yes when we know we don't want to go. So don't do it. Say, you know, probably not. But really, words like probably or maybe, (laughs) try and avoid those. A simple yes or no. And what I found too is if you say no, and then that day comes and you're like, oh, you know what? I think I really want to do that. And you show up as long as it's not like a ticketed event or something. <laughs> if it's like a gathering or something and you show up, people are going to be happy to see you. So um, it's way worse to say yes. And then people are looking for you at the door and you're not showing up. Like I've been the person on the other end of that where you're like, oh, they said they were coming and you're so excited and you're just waiting and then crickets so just don't do that to people you know so just say no I don't think so and don't say maybe because any anything that's not no gives hope and it and it's nice it's really nice to give people hope and and what have you but if it's false hope don't do that so what I found is you just say no that's not going to work for me and then if it's something that's casual and you just show up You can bring some extra food or something, you know, and people are usually glad that you came. So, you know, it's just mindful and considerate of other people's feelings. And that's the thing, too, is to honor the other person in the agreement, in giving your word, is to realize there's a person receiving that. And so, you know, if if it's not honored, you have to figure out a way to amend the situation if you want the relationship. And now if you don't and it doesn't matter to you, that's one thing and that's to each their own. But if you care about the other person, then you have to, you know, give them the truth (laughs) or, you know, don't, don't commit. Um, Bottom line. The other thing that comes to mind is these two terms like for a judge that you call them your honor, your honor. And I looked up a bunch of stuff to try and figure out why we do that, but there's not much said. I don't know. Maybe someone else can find more, but um, just basically because of all that it entails, you know, you basically have to go through so much to become a judge. Um, it's a lot of work. They just call them your honor. I don't know. but the funny one that I found was for a wedding back like 200, 300 years ago, maid of honor was actually someone who made sure that the bride stayed a virgin. 
before marriage. That made me chuckle. Because these days, maid of honor just means someone, you know, who's in high esteem that the, the bride wants to have next to her at the altar. And it's um, much less of like a of a duty like that. <laughs> so it was very eye-opening. I was like, whoa, that is different. Um, and then, you know, you can pay respect to someone by honoring them. So like, you know, at the award shows that they have um, the highest honor, you know, actress of the year, singer of the year, entertainer of the year, what have you. They These are called honors, basically. So you can honor people. You can also, you know, pay respect. If someone has passed, you are honoring them. Like we honor their wishes, you know, on a will. Um, and yeah, there's just so many different ways that honor is used. Um, but mostly it's, it's all really a positive thing is to honor somebody, honor your word, honor, you know, it's very, um, it's very bold and very positive, you know? Um, and there's two facets that I'm going to go into mostly, um, because they're, they're huge. It's to honor yourself and to defend someone's honor. And so these two things were what stuck out to me and that I could talk about for a long time. <laughs> so I thought I'd go into those. Um, when it comes to honoring oneself, we're not super great at that. Um, I think it's partially because you really need to have your set values there. You really need to know who you are in order to honor yourself you know, who you are. And so a lot of us struggle with that. I know we've talked, I've talked a bit about that, you know, on here before. Um, but as you get older, you know, most of the time, you know, what isn't honoring you. You know what I mean? Like you feel it in your gut that something isn't right. Um, and so that's the part that is really, crucial for survival and to thrive. To me, actually, to me, you can survive life without honoring yourself, but it's just survive. You're not, it's not a good existence because you're not your full self. And so to me, the parts of you that see the red flags or, you know, your stomach gets upset those kinds of things are little cues to you that it's this is not how you feel. This is not honoring you. Don't do it, you know? And throughout my whole adult, young adulthood, and even childhood actually, there's times where there was conver- there were conversations going on and I thought I was part of the conversation, but Nobody really wanted to know what I had to say. Oh, and I'm going to get sad about that. But it's, um, there's a difference between being in a conversation and being heard in a conversation. So you could be there. And sometimes people just want you there because they want to talk. And sometimes, too, they might just want you to repeat back what they say as, yeah, you're right. Yes, you're right. That's, yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. And be the yes person when you might not want to say yes. Or you might not want to just sit and listen. There's been so many conversations where I sat and listened. I just listened. And by the end, they thought that I was on their side because I didn't say anything that was, you know, going against what they had said. So then later they'll be like, oh, yeah, Jenny was saying that that she felt that way, too, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I never said anything. But by not saying anything and by not 
rebuttal, you know, having a rebuttal or anything to insert on the ideas that they had, they just assumed that I was on their side. And that's also something that you walk away with and feel shame for. And it also doesn't feel good to not be heard in a conversation, though. So, like, the reason why so many times I wouldn't speak up is because when I had spoken up, either get cut off or get told over and over and over again that what you're thinking is not valid. And and sometimes I was just plain ignored, you know. And that hurts. It's not a fun thing to go through. And so what happens is then you just get a little numb and you just don't say anything. And as you get older, again, you just stop wanting to just be mindless. I don't know, at least for myself, I just, I have a lot to say, a lot of things that matter to me. And I just, it just seems like a waste of time to just sit and allow for others to just spew, especially if it goes against my grain and especially if it's not a conversation. So a conversation to me is when two people are talking to each other and they're inviting ideas and they're engaged. A speech to me is what happens a lot. It's where you're just going to talk And then you just want people to nod and say yes, what have you. And to me, that's not conversation. That's just you. You already know exactly what you want the conversation to end on. And so you're just barreling towards that. And anybody around it is just there to make sure you get there. And, you know, like I said, when you get older, that doesn't work as much. You can't be a silent bystander uh, forever. And so I've had, you know, difficult times with um, that, like shaming myself because I didn't say anything or, you know, later it's thought that I felt the same way as somebody else just because I didn't say anything. And so that's a hard thing to swallow because you're like, you're a fence sitter, a wallflower, you know, you're not active And so you don't really take a stance on anything. So no one really knows what you're about. And sometimes that's okay. Like sometimes, especially as you get older, it's like, I don't want to sit and talk about that with certain people because it's not going to go anywhere. And you don't have to have the conversation with everybody. Like there's certain people that you can, like, I love conversations with Certain people where it's just like you leave and you felt like you said everything you needed to say. They said everything they needed to say. You learned from each other. You were mad at each other, but you got through it. You understood each other. But that's few and far between. That doesn't happen as much as it used to. And, you know, the climate of the world, there's so many things that are hot button issues. And so, like, for right now... I don't have to have those kind of conversations. Like, it's okay. And I have to pick my battles. Like, so I know certain people, I can't even mention a certain term because it'll go off the rails. And so I don't think that's horrible to navigate through life and figure out, I mean, we have such little time here. And do I want it to be full of, you know talking about people or putting others down or what have you know. Um, But it's been really hard. It's been a really hard thing for me. And, you know, some days I'm great at it and some days I'm not. But I just, um, I just have to honor myself. And that's the thing is that if you get into a conversation that you're not feeling good about, you don't have to stay in it, you know. And if you want to say something, you can. And I think it's all about how you do it. And so, you know, you just have to do it with kindness. And recently I had something where I had to walk away from a conversation and I started off kind and then 
it escalated and I said something stupid um, and I won't go into it, but it's just honoring yourself is walking away from something that's not comfortable for you. You're allowed to do that. And if someone doesn't allow you to leave, that's not respecting you and they're not honoring you. And so that's, that's how that goes. <laughs> but also honoring yourself as to, you know, not say the snarky remark at the end because it ruined your whole day because you feel guilty and uh, shame ridden for maybe being unkind. Maybe it wasn't the kindest thing to say. And so there's all these little facets of how you can honor yourself and how you can dishonor, you know, how you can really harm the honoring of yourself. Um, it's just really tricky. It's really tricky to, to be a feelings person where you feel everybody's stuff and you want to be kind to everyone and you want to be there for everyone and be in the conversations and be open um, sometimes you just can't. And that's honoring yourself as well. So I just think that you have to honor your feelings. So if you're uncomfortable, you don't have to talk about something, you know, or do something like if you, you know, get into a car with someone and something's off, you get out, you know, like honor those feelings that you have because you never know what will come. And we do have spidey senses. I know that sounds silly, but I just feel that we do have intuition. And when you feel a lot, so like this energy that we have where you walk in a room and you can tell if you're going to have a good time or not. I don't know. I can feel that. I don't know about anybody else, but... It's just if there's one person who whose energy is just strong, you know, um, it can just turn the whole dynamic. And again, it just might be that they're having a bad day or whatever. I'm not trying to judge anybody, but it's just I, I, I can walk into a room and know what's going <laughs> to what this interaction is going to be like. I just... I don't know. I just have that. So um, I just have a lot of energy things like that. Like there's times when I know something's up with my brother or something's up with my mom. And then I talk to them and they're like, yeah, how'd you know that? And it's like, dude, <laughs> I just know. There's just these little feelings that you get. And it's like to honor that, you know what I mean? Is to like and you don't have to go crazy about it. It's not like you have s some psychic powers or anything. It's just your intuition and your innate sense of what's going on and who you are is very much needing to be honored in that moment. And yeah. And so more recently, I just I've been feeling shame and guilt and it's not a pity party or nothing like that. It's just I... I didn't honor myself so fully that I could release the shame and guilt of it. That's my tricky part is that in honoring myself, sometimes people don't like it and I, and I feel that and it hurts and, but it's also like, where, where's the balance? How do I honor myself and not feel bad about it? That's what I'm struggling with. So if anyone has any ideas on that, I would love an email Jenny Camille at simplegirlinspired.com. Thank you. Um, it's a real struggle for me. And I, I mean, you know, how to walk through the world after you've honored yourself and feel good about it. I don't know. Cause I just hate anybody having to feel bad at my expense. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm not trying to make feel bad, but it's just that if you can't go off the train tracks, you know, it's just a train barreling down the tracks that you want to get off. You have to jump. And sometimes, you know, they want to get to the destination together. And it's like, I, I can't go there. It's just certain things just, you can walk away. Um, anyhow, but 
the other thing is when, you know, that's honoring yourself, you know, and that's like anything for yourself, by the way, like honor yourself and anything at work, you know, you, uh, there's just different ways where it's like my old job, I, I would feel like I wasn't honoring myself because I would go and do everything with everyone or, you know, on a break, then go sit with the people at work. And it's like, you're allowed to take a break away from everything and then come back to work. And you're allowed to not go after work, you know, to that dinner that everyone's going to, when you're allowed to do all these things. And like, I don't know, I just wish someone would have told me <laughs> when I was younger that what you feel matters, you know, like whatever you feel matters more than what people are going to say. It just really does. Um, and so then, you know, you're allowed to speak up too. So, um, most of the times for me lately is when I'm defending someone else's honor. Um, and that one's, this one's tricky because ugh, it's just, especially if it's someone that you really care about. Um, and sometimes it's someone you really thought they cared about too. And it's like, so you're, it's like a double whammy. It's like you're learning that they might not care about the people like you thought. And that it's just like, and then, you know, you have to defend the honor of those people. It's just a tough thing. It's, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever get used to that one. And I, cause again, I hate confrontation. I hate, <laughs> I hate the word hate. I, but I'm not big on confrontation. I don't like, uh, putting anybody on the spot or making anybody feel bad. But at the same time, there's a lot of people that I've had conversations with or been in, you know, um, groups with where it's like they have no problem doing so, you know? And so it's this tricky balance of feeling okay with it because it's not what you normally would want to do. But then they're, they're starting it, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't, I can't really bring up an example, I guess that would not, you know, out the person. And I don't, that's not what this is about at all, but it's just, you defend one's honor when somebody that you care about is being talked about or shamed or what have you, you got to step up. And I have to tell you that the biggest defender of one's honor that I know is my mom. And I want to be like her someday because she does it in such a way where it's filled with love and acceptance still, you know, like, I don't know, sometimes she gets mad. If it's a mama bear type of thing, she'll get mad. And maybe there's not a lot of love and acceptance there, but <laughs> when she's protecting her kids, um, I've seen her go very mama bear, but in a lot of other respects, like she speaks up and she, she does it in such a graceful way where people accept her and love her and, and maybe not right away, but they get through it, you know, usually. And so it's just really commendable and I want to be like her when I grow up. So <laughs> she's just like the epitome of unconditional love too, like. There's things that really, you know, boil my blood and she just is like, eh, it's all right. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? And so she keeps me balanced. <laughs> but I do think that, you know, when I look back over my whole life, there's been some things too where I didn't honor myself at all, like... 
oh, I'm going to get sad, but like in certain, you know, relationships with men and, and boys or whatever, um, there have been some few shining ones that I will just forever hold in my heart, but there's some that um, really tested me and really broke me, to be honest, um, because I didn't honor myself. Um, and I won't get too personal, <laughs> but there are just some things where manipulation can come in, um, and gaslighting and just certain things where you don't even realize it's happening until you're, until you're completely through it and done with it. Then you're like, Whew, oh my gosh, how did I allow for that? You know? And like, sometimes you just have to have honor in yourself now that you got through it, you know, cause you can't, you can't go back and reclaim honor. So if I can tell any of the youngins out there is you can't reclaim that, those pieces of honor, you know, in those relationships, it's, if you don't honor yourself, that stings a little bit every time you think about it. And so, um, just, yeah, just honor those gut checks. <laughs> if your stomach is not feeling good or you, you know, you're sweating out something, just ask yourself why, what, what's going on? Um, and then you don't have to keep everything. And what I mean by that is like, you know, sometimes there's like old friendships or, I don't know, even some family members, like, you don't have to, it doesn't have to stay okay just because it's a certain relationship that's, you know, you're not supposed to cut ties with your, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to go into it, but you know what I mean? If it's just like, because it's a stature thing where like, you're supposed to have this person in your life for the rest of your life, that's not going to work. Because there's some things that just don't honor yourself. You have to honor yourself. So if it's going against your grain, if it's hurting you, if you don't feel safe, just please cut that out. Honor yourself and cut it out of your life because the, the feelings... That, that come from not honoring yourself, there's just a different level of shame in there because it's it's a betrayal by by you. Oh, I just... Okay, another epif epiphany. Yeah, because when you betray yourself, there's no one else to blame. And that's a different kind of pain. It's just a different kind. So, so as uncomfortable as it is for me to feel like I let someone down, left a conversation, and made an ass out of myself in recent days, I would take this discomfort over any of the other discomforts from not honoring myself. So just let that sink in. It, it is way less painful to honor yourself. It just is. It is, it is just so much less painful. It sucks still. Like it do, it's not fun to have to be confrontational, you know, or to be a little unkind to get your point across. Um, but sometimes... Unfortunately, <laughs> if you're trying to be authentically true to yourself and like navigate through the world, you're going to have to honor yourself. I don't know how many more times I'm going to say that, but you are. You're just going to have to push through, you know, 
And it'll be okay. That's, I guess that's the biggest thing I want to say is it'll be okay. Because the people that matter will understand you at some point if they care to. So it's just, um, it's all about learning. And, and then, like I said, defend those that you care about. Like they have this new amazing thing in school. And my brother actually was one of these when he was a little tyke. It's called Upstander. And what that means is that you stand up for any injustice that you see. So if anybody's bullying anybody or saying mean things, is you stand up for them. And you go and you tell the kid no, but you can also just go tell the teacher. And we used to call this tattletale, right, in school. And it was like, oh, you told on him, and then it was worse or whatever. But it's not worse because... The the saddest thing that would happen is if that kid that was bullied, you know, hurt himself or did something down the line because of the bullying. So to me, it's so beautiful. They have a term called upstander. And my little brother, when he was in elementary school, he he did that for, I think, a couple kids. He... He stood up, and I think he just stood up to those kids, but um, it's just a beautiful thing, and I think a lot of the times, you know, we'll say things like, well, they should fight their own battles, or, um, you know, tattletale, <laughs> you know, you're just telling on me to so-and-so, whatever, and it's like, it's, it's not commended enough that you stand up for what you believe in, you know? And because a lot of people don't like confrontation and a lot of people don't want to get in a fight or have have to bear the weight of what comes back. So that's the other thing is like you they call it poking the bear, right? Like so don't poke the bear if you don't want the roar. That's an expression and and it's true, like sometimes if you stand up, you're going to get a mouthful back at you, you know, or you might get a punch or something, you know, and hopefully not. But like what you put out, you just can't believe it goes out into a vacuum. And that's on either side. Like it's, there's not an invisible wall. You're not just screaming screaming out with a wall in front of you so that no one can hit you back. So you have to know that within honoring yourself and the people around you, you know, other people may be upset about that. And so, you know, but it's all always worth it. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's like, you know, intrinsic to who you are or to who that person is and that it's a real... Uh, slight to them it's it's a beautiful thing to honor and stand up for each other um and I need to do better at that um I you know in recent years I have stood up and um you know I got feedback that oh she's just too nice you know, and that's just a way of saying they don't believe what you have to say. And instead of making you a threat to their beliefs, they're just going to say, well, sh she's just too sweet. You know, like it makes you less um, of a problem because it just kind of dumbs down what you're saying and it's like some of the things that I have fought for are just freedoms you know rights and there's a lot that I still need to fight for but it's scary too like I said if you poke the bear you might get the roar and so you just have to 
you know, choose your battles wisely. But definitely go to battle if you need to. And there's another piece that I've kind of missed on this is like, we need to honor people. So we defend people's honor, but we should also honor people. And sometimes honoring them is keeping them from the main things other people say. And what I mean by that is like person A said something crappy and I defended it. Well, and person A said something crappy about person B, I should say. And I defended it and it was kind of a a hard exchange. <laughs> but then person A thought that I would tell person B about it, about what person A had said. And I would never do that. And I realized that that's also honoring that person is to not, I don't know, um, hurt them. (laughs) And it's funny because person A was like every interaction, it seemed like they were worried that I had spilled the beans about what was said, you know, and it's like that those harsh words would never come from me to that other person. Like I would never want to, because there's some people that love to spread bad news, you know, (laughs) like there's some like, Oh my goodness. It's like, so-and-so said this about you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Oh, I don't want to be the person to tell them that, you know? And most of the times it's because I don't think that should have ever been said either, just to be honest. And so Honoring a person, too, is, like, not hurting them for no reason. That's the other thing, is a lot of the times we don't think about what's the purpose of telling this person. Does it need to be said? Will it help or hinder them? You know, these questions need to be asked sometimes before you say things. And I don't think that everything's necessary to be repeated. I just don't. And what's funny is that the person A was not honoring themselves when when living life because what they say, what they had said, and how they were interacting in life didn't match each other, which I appreciated um, because what was said was not very nice, and so... You know, I was glad that the actions were louder than the words, you know, and that there was kindness, respect, and all that stuff um, in person. But that's the thing, is that integrity comes from sticking to your word. And again, I wouldn't want them to stick to their word in this case, but that's a hard line to toe, you know, like, um, just bold statements, you know, just watch the bold statements. Do you really need to say that to everybody? Because when you tell somebody who you are, they believe you, you know, and I'm just a, I just feel so grateful that I could see past that And then watch the actions be different than what was said and let that stand, you know, because some people would call them out, you know, and that's, uh, that can be a whole nother confrontation and hurtful. So, oh, this one just wears me out a little bit because I just think it's so important to walk the walk, you know, if you're, if you say this about yourself, then walk that and don't say it, you know, just don't, some stuff we just don't need to say. And sometimes we judge people, um, to the world, you know, and like, I, I'm not, I'm human, so I'm not going to say I don't have any judgments for sure. I have judgments, but I try not to 
advertise those because they change, you know, like you grow and then you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't. And, and sometimes people surprise you <laughs> or, you know, like they had a bad day. So they were doing this that day. But the next day they didn't do that and whatever. You know what I mean? So like I try not to um, cast dispersions <laughs> with great groups of people, you know, like I, I don't want to um, air everything that's in my brain. Because sometimes we're mean. Uh, I'm mean to myself. I'm mean to people. And then and you go, oh my God, why did I think that? Or why did, you know, why did I just say that in my head? And it's like, oh, it's such a blessing that it's in my head only, you know? Like, I think the only person I can really share everything with and he'll just laugh with me is Paul. Because we have this little thing. We call it the little asshole in our head. And... Pardon my language, but there is a little asshole in our head. Like, sometimes people think that everything that comes into the mind is fact about us, you know? (laughs) Or like, or we should spout it out to the world for all to hear. And the truth of the matter is, is there are thoughts that I would never want to attach myself to that come into my brain. Like, just one that comes to my head every time is, and this is just a silly example, but some reason, like luckily we don't have a garbage disposal here, but I'm always like, what would it be like if my hand fell into the garbage disposal whenever we had one? And it's like, if if that was a thought that really I needed, um in my brain or I thought that that was something to listen to, I might not have a hand right now because I would have been like, well, let's see, you know? And that's just a really silly example, but like, it's like this weird perversion with the stupid garbage disposal. Like what would happen? What? And whatever. And there's other things. Like if I didn't turn the wheel right now and there's, there's a curve in the road and I didn't turn the wheel, what would happen? And it's like, of course, I don't want to know what would happen. I don't want to know that. But it's just like, those are thoughts that are in my head. And so that's the little asshole. That's like the little weird being that is just messing around in there. Like, I don't know. I just, and then sometimes I'm like, wow, that makes me sound crazy. But it's not. We all have these thoughts that come into our head of like, what if, or, you know, you know, or mean things about people where you're just like, are they faking it, (laughs) you know, or was that a lie, and then it's like, oh my gosh, that was so mean of me to think that once you find out the truth, and again, it's just like, not everything that comes into our head is fact, it's just not, so, yeah, but, I don't know. I just think this is a really cool word. Um, Five letters. (laughs) Maybe it'll be on Wordle. Although I heard that Wordle was bought by a different company now. And they're not going to be doing as many words with double letters in there. So, (laughs) But um, it's a big word. And it's just so important. Um... If there's anything you take away from this is to honor yourself. And the sooner you can start honoring yourself, the better you'll feel. And it's not always comfortable. It actually really sucks. Like right now, in my certain life experience, I just uh, still have a lot of guilt and shame just for stepping away from a conversation. So, you know... You just kind of have to get through it. And I know I will. Um, it's that stuff that, that like, Taylor Swift, I guess it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't bring her up, but, like, Midnight's, her new album, it's, like, the stuff that keeps you up at night, you know? And that's the stuff that you can't do 
right. You know, like it's the stuff that keeps me up is past. It's all past. And it's just little ghosts from my past that will sneak in there. And, you know, it's just the stuff you wish you would have done different. And most of that has to do with just listening to yourself, listening to your gut. So any, anytime you can do that, it's never wrong. And I think, um, you know, being true to yourself and others whenever possible is huge. (laughs) And just be careful what battles you pick, you know, because sometimes no one's going to hear your rebuttal. And if it's not going to be heard, then there's no point in wasting the breath. And that's okay too. Like sometimes that's honoring yourself, you know, is to know when not to fight. When to just let it go and then just remove yourself from the situation or, you know, you just got to figure it out. What What is the right thing to do is not the same for everybody. So, and with that, I think I will call it a day. I thank you so much for listening and I hope that you find some comfort and peace within these words, feel understood, and just start to value yourself more because you're amazing. And I'm so grateful for you. I hope you stay you because we need you. There's only one you. Stay you. This podcast is written and recorded by Jenny Camille. The song heard at the beginning and at the end is called Hearth and Home by The Seasons. And just a little reminder, on Tuesday the 15th, we'll have an extra podcast that'll be a little lighthearted for you, something a little less heavy, because we have both sides to us, so I want to share that talk to you then. Have a good one.